0: And Toya. This is The ho bag. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite streaming platform. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Hobag. That's underscore H-E-A-U-X-B-A-G. Keep up with our shenanigans. Bye. Bye. And we're back. We got the hoe with the white toes. If my feet are <laughs> ashy and I got a little corn on the side, y'all. That's from me having to work for the man. That's oh. where they come from. Corns come from the man. Or them damn shoes. <gasps> Which were made by the man. <laughs> Pay attention, I was playing. Pay attention. <laughs> Goddamn. Anywho, if you guys, well, you guys weren't here. I was talking about the fact that I really believe <laughs> in my past life. I was like a real one, not like, like a real N-word. And I can't say N-word until after we passed five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe that in my past life, I was a uh, street inward. Yeah. And one street. I don't mean I worked the corner. I mean, no, no. Corner boys were working for me. And I was like oh. on stage performing kind of like a Jeezy, <laughs> except I would never marry an Asian woman. <laughs> Nothing against Asian people at all. But anywho, <laughs> Toy <told you>, everybody. <laughs> So we're back. <laughs> if you guys don't know, Taylor's not here, but we do have Delisha. Delicia, please, again, for the people, introduce yourself. Absolutely. Delicia E photo, Delicia.e.photos, E underscore, photographer here in Houston. I also work in the entertainment space with Entertainment Connect. And I'm also in the tech space from my day job uh, in the Salesforce space. So Are you allowed to yeah. name drop? For what? Are you allowed to name drop? Name can drop you, what? Can you pop your S word? On this platform and tell people who you've worked with in the past or no? Uh, A little razzle dazzle. No. Soon come, soon come. Just know that my friend be popping her <laughs> stuff. <laughs> soon but come. You know what? I will say this. My friends really don't pop their stuff like they should. And I be the mm-hmm. hype man. Yeah, you are. You are. Because you are definitely that person. And I always appreciate you for that. I be that is just want to put that on record. She'll like rap. I'm, t- I'm talking about, it'd be something so huge and she'll just drop it on her page. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Pop your but shit in. I mean, I can pop a shit about, like, you know, um, being able to do something in a community. Like, actually doing something to help other people. So, like, using my skill set to get other people together. Like, I'm doing a, um, a headshot event soon. And well, um actually drop the details on... Yeah, just drop the details. Well, can you? it's going to be June 4th. I'm going to be doing a headshot event um, for people here in the in, in Houston area. Um, and along with the headshot event, I wanted to bring in other individuals that are in HR um, so that they can. What I will say is mm-hmm. a part of that. I'm going to help do resumes as well as certified steppers. KP is yep. also helping with that. So yep. networking is huge, man. Yes. It is. And I've been wanting to do this for a really long time. And this is in partnership with my girlfriend Brianna. It's for her nonprofit, Inspire Empire and Grow. Um, and it's just a nice way to kind of get people together. They get updated headshots. Cause I mean, we've been at home, pandemic, people work remote, they didn't have the opportunity to update. We've their been profile. eating snacks. All yeah. we need is you know all we saying? need is the neck up at this point. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The neck up. So because of that. I was like let me just do something for everybody and then also give them something too that they could walk away with like more confidence like an updated resume that, that shit is hard to update a resume and then also Can, stay I, can on I say something about resumes real quick? Yeah <laughs> because I am a recruiter now um, whatever job you're applying for all a recruiter needs to see is the last three places you've worked and make your experience, relevance Mm -hmm. to the job that you're applying for. Right. If I am recruiting for a nurse, why in the hell do I need to know that you worked at Hooters? (laughs) In 2007. Not you over there picking up chicken for the bag, sis. Why would that influence? If anything, (laughs) and this is honestly speaking, that would influence me to not hire you because what the fuck were you thinking (laughs) when you... At this point, it re- and it and it does speak to the recruiters as you really didn't care about the job that you're applying for because mm-hmm. you didn't put forth any effort in your resume. So you know what, well, these are some really good nuggets that I definitely can't wait to see what else you have to say to them on June 4th because you know, hey, but that's me in a nutshell. Spelling I a, things right, a little bit of everything. Anywho, because <laughs> woo, I don't went through resumes like, are you freaking okay? I, I went through, and you know what, I love my people so Mm -hmm. i ain't gonna lie (laughs) y'all if i see lakeisha latricia patisha johnson ring 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 hey lakeisha i'm gonna need you to do me a favor can you please and i'm gonna actually tell you what to do with your resume that's nice i ain't gonna redo your resume but i'm gonna tell you hey lakeisha girl that's nice and if lakeisha answer the phone and say Hold on, I ain't gonna do that. But if if Lakeisha (laughs) says, girl, I didn't know, thank you so much, and she updates it, I'm gonna tell her, send it right back to me, and I'm gonna send it straight to the hiring manager so you can get a job, Lakeisha. But this is how you get the job. That's Anywho, first five minutes is gone now. I can cuss. I would... What is that black thing on stage, Toya? Well, it's a candle. (laughs) And the candle is from crew season. We were recently on an episode with them and we saw this and I was just like, oh my God, this is so freaking cool. Um, if you guys don't know who they are, there are four men, four upstanding black men that have a podcast that I will say, and this is what I get from them. I know there's a lot of women that talk down on Kevin Samuels. I would never talk down on Kevin Samuels. What I would say is that he's a little harsh with his delivery. Yeah. But the message still applies. Right. And if it doesn't apply, let it fly. Right. But these four men, they have, I think it's, I think, I think, I know for a fact two out of four are married. One is single. I don't know about the other one because I didn't get a chance to meet him. But I think it's great to have a podcast with different perspectives from that angle. Yep. Because if I have four married men that are talking to women that are still in this day and age dating, I probably wouldn't take your advice because I get it. But I don't get it because you're not understanding what this dating era is like. This climate, dude. I'm sorry. I think they are selling these candles. They smell so good. Like they smell really, really good. So I wanted to showcase you guys today because we just wanted to show we are so appreciative of you guys allowing two black women. I think we're the first, I think we're the first women that you allowed to come on your platform and do an actual episode with you guys. So thank you. Thank you. Um, The title of this episode is Laugh to Keep from Crying. And this episode came from me because I'm always scrolling on Twitter. (laughs) And in Twitter news, um, comedian D-Ray and DJ Ghost shared their first time experience. And by first time, we mean sex. And uh, you know, I'm I'm going to play
1: it. thought I wasn't being parented correctly. Slightly try to take advantage of me. And not slightly, have taken advantage but of me. But you lost your virginity to two 30-year-olds? Yeah. At the same time? Yeah, two ugly. <laughs> Horrible-looking women. And you were? Uh, I, uh, what was I? You were how old? 11. 11. Going to 12, I had no hair on me. Right. I had no, I remember, I remember not having and and it was disgusting and t- to this day it's difficult for women to get me to go down it's difficult the girls that have had it um you're welcome but it's hard <laughs> it's hard for me it's hard for me to go down man because i was like i remember what it was like down there it was like a, it was like a scary jungle <laughs> it was a terrible place to be it's a terrible place to be. And they're like taking turns. I was up for I was just happy to be up. And uh, it, made my, it made my Kool-Aid taste different.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um my my first thing that I wanted to talk about is what is so funny about traumatic experiences. And I I don't want to make a long think piece and dissect everything, but however when i watched this because i will definitely actually post the video he was smiling but he wasn't laughing when he was talking about it right and everybody like the dude just from rip started laughing and i'm like do you hear what this man is saying yeah like again let's take d-ray out of the sea and put a woman in the sea because men love Mm. we love to do that and say well if it was a woman that did this or if it wasn't so then let's do it imagine a woman sitting there saying yeah i remember my first time you know i was 11 (laughs) and it was a sad experience because i had to go down it was like a scary jungle (laughs) imagine yeah it would not have gone down like that No. What the hell is so funny about traumatic been, experiences? I would be in tears, and somebody was laughing at me as I'm expressing something like that to them. But I, you know, the, the, I had this conversation with someone a long time ago about men and their emotions and how they sometimes don't know what to do with it, or if so, another man is expressing it to them. That because of that, they laugh because they don't know what to do with what's being laughed to them. keep from crying. So literally they laugh to keep from crying. They laugh to keep from having to actually feel like to feel. feel. So it's it's almost like a defense mechanism. Like you are, you know what that man is saying is not right. That man damn near was, he was, no, not damn near. He was raped. He was raped by two women and they're calling it a loss of virginity. And that's not what it is. And he was 11, 11 years old, two grown ass women, just like the other guy. DJ Go like that is a very, very freaking sad situation, and for you as a grown ass person to be doing that to a child, whether you're a man or a woman, does not matter. So, since we're on that, let me hear the next person. Right there on the bed, like, come here. You know, so I'm sitting right there, I'm like,
1: what's up? Even though I do not want to say, like, this is weird as fuck, what is she doing? Because now, my dick is soft in the motherfucker, I'm scared at this point, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck is she doing? Why am I sitting on this bed with her asshole naked? You know what I'm saying? This lady is probably, like, 30 years old, I'm 12 years old at this point. You know, so she asked me, oh, you got a girlfriend, and... Um, Have you ever had sex before? And do you tell people a lot of stuff? So the whole time, I'm like, no, I don't have no girlfriend, which I don't know. I don't have sex, which I don't. And as far as me telling people, like telling people what? My answer is just no. And so when I'm talking to her, she pulls down my pants. No bullshit. You know, I cannot make this shit up. She pulls down my pants, turn around, put my hands on her ass. Sit down on my lap, all right? When she sit down on my lap, she probably move around a little bit for like five seconds. Of my dick hard to the motherfucker. she get on her knees and start sucking my dick. Now, my mind is just racing like a motherfucker. Even though I'm letting her do it, I'm scared to the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, this mama, I'm a homegirl. I'm not knowing what's going on still. You know what I mean? She lay me down on the bed. Then get on top of me, fucking me. Now, she moaning. Now, my mind's like, this is like the movies. I'm a grown man now. You know what I'm saying? I'm 12 years old. I'm like, this is a grown woman. I'm fucking a grown woman. And you know, I'm so much into the moment, I'm not even realizing like this lady's taking my virginity. That's not even on my mind at this point. I'm not realizing that I'm being raped. That's not on my mind at this point. The only thing I'm concerned about is what the fuck am I doing right here? Like, am I going to get in trouble for this shit? Is her husband going to come home and beat my ass? Because he can do it with one hand at this point. I was a little nigga, a little skinny nigga. I ain't, I was a little nigga, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, when she finished, No, when I finish, at this time, I bust a nut. She get up, she give me a kiss, tell me not to tell nobody. I'm scared as fuck. I go in the room, I start
0: crying. All night, all morning, I'm crying like, man, I couldn't even sleep. You know what I'm saying? So when I do end up falling asleep, probably around 4.30 in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, we wake up around 9-something. Now at this point, she waking up with her husband there. Then she calls me in there to get something to eat while this nigga is at the motherfucking table, talking to me like ain't nothing. Hmm. Yeah, so there's that. Imagine your wife (laughs) just raped a 12-year-old little boy and you sitting at the breakfast table with her eating and sunning him and kissing your wife in the mouth and she just topped off this 12-year-old little boy. And he's scared as hell that you not finna knock his ass out because I man your wife just and the most messed up part about it because i can speak as a young girl right who's gonna believe you Mm. you're a 12 11 year old child a grown person with a grown mind can easily turn that around and be like what yeah baby don't listen to him he don't even know what he's talking about." Dada, yada yada, yada, yeah. so on and so forth to where yeah. they, you know good and damn well you just got your little three-inch penis sucked by this grown-ass woman. And if you try to tell on her, she's going to flip it around to make you look like you're crazy. Mm-hmm. And now your family's going to shun you. Mm-hmm. Your friends are going to shun you. And if anything, you know what your friend's going to say? Oh, man, you tripping. If it would have been me, me I'd have yeah. never told her. I'd have been in that pussy right like there. <laughs> no, you wouldn't, cause you ten. You don't even know what a pussy is. Yeah, that, it would have. It absolutely would have went that way. And I think that's the 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 silencing of people's traumas is so real. Like, oh, the silencing of the trauma. Mm-hmm. That should be a book. Yeah. That's a good ass book name. Like, they don't silen- you take my shit about the trademark it <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> trademark, my Toya. <laughs> Added by me, just kidding. Um, but I think the thing about it is like you as a child, I read a book and it talked about how you you beat a child, but then you tell them that they're loved. But then at the same time, it's like, how can you expect that This It's going to hurt you more than it. It's going to hurt me more than it, it hurts you. And then it's like, at the same time, you're also telling this child to silence themselves when they're experiencing something that's it's not... That's not love. That it's not true. That it's not They're real. equating the pain yeah. to love. Yeah. So now you have these, you have these children growing up with all these experiences that are not supposed to be happening to them by grown ass people who know better. And then you have these little, and don't make it worse that we're talking about men at this point, little boys and. I don't know everything. Right. But I will say that i see sometimes I can see a trend when there is a lack of a man in a a household and the things that happen to the children going forward in life. You have men who don't know how to talk to each other. You have men who don't know how to express themselves. And we go into this thing talking about lack of safe spaces. What how do we even know what that looks like? Who protects these men? Because at this what, point, where's it's the like, example? Where's the example? But there's no protection for them. In this case, that boy has no protection. You're absolutely correct. A woman was supposed to protect him, but a woman has just degraded or him. Or anybody, anybody, could. anybody was supposed to. protect So we have him. these now. This these guys are growing up. I think it was Petey Pablo. He also talked about his experience as well, like a helicopter. But guess what? The lady <laughs> told him I mean, he I- told. The devil was going to get him. Wait, 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 wait. Brent, spin, spin it back. We don't know what you're talking about. The same experience DJ Ghost and comedian D-Ray had, P.D. Pablo had the same thing. Elaborate. Because I was scrolling through Twitter too, you know, getting prepared because I'm with Twitter Toya here. Um, So I had to make sure I had Kane with the receipts, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <happened>? But anyway, <laughs> I was watching um another clip. P.D. Pablo talked about his same experience with somebody raping him and at a young age. And she told him, if you told the devil is going to come and get you and stab you in the heart with a picture. He using Christianity against him. Used it. He, and the lady knew how afraid Not what, he was. Now what white people been doing for us for years. <laughs> My bad. <And> he, <laughs> she knew how afraid he was of the devil. And she used that against him for his silence. And then he grew wow. up. Grew up. He said he was afraid. He was a soft kid. But then he got tired of being soft. Then he turned into a bully. Then he turned into bringing guns to school and knives to school and he turned into, you know, this person that was at the end of the day was just hurt and had nowhere to go. No safe space and was told that his silence was going to kill him. No, if he spoke and did not stay silent, something that he was afraid of was going going to kill him. him. Imagine. Wow. That is sad. I, I, Men's lack of safe spaces it it really it, you know what you know what I, I just saw something the other day and I didn't even correlate it to this until now but it was some it was a tweet that was along the lines of men's banter when it comes to like ranking each other yeah that's just usually funny right yeah but something <laughs> something can really happen to a man that's so traumatic yep but they're friends. Not saying you guys are not good friends because you guys have been friends for years. Yeah. We see that. Yeah. But imagine a man that almost dies from a house fire because he left some ramen noodles on the stove and he <laughs> fell asleep. His friend will save his ass from eight from ninth grade as toot toot whistled or fire alarm or some some stupid shit, right? But it was so traumatic to him, but his friends will laugh and make a joke of it. So now, instead of being looked at as you puss ass boy, you f-? man, we just playing you fuck ass Nick. Because, yeah. you know, that's how hard you guys talk to each other. But that was really a traumatic event for him. He was scared for him. I'm fighting for my freaking life. But I got to come off kind of as hard or yeah. whatever for my homeboys, yeah. because if not, yeah. man, once again, everybody correlates everything as you gay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So what is gay? I'm sorry. And we're not going to go nowhere further than this, but is gay equating to being soft, equating to being feminine. Yeah. Because now if everybody, I, I'm not even going to go there, but I could go there, but I'm not. Yeah. But that's messed up. Like again, now I, we got to laugh to keep from crying. crying. Yeah. It, because you <laughs> think about it. How often have you experienced a child from the age of 1 to 5 a little boy at that really learning how to deal with his emotions. I've seen it in my in my just life a little boy being don't do that that's for girls. Don't cry. Suck it up. Let's go. Let's go. You got you a man or even something let's go to creative spaces. Paint. Little nigga go get you a football. Go get you a basketball. Dance? Dance. What? Dance. Hold on. I know that who I think it is because I be want to say that to niggas now. <laughs> not your TikTok and ass. Because a whole lot of thug ass TikTokers. They're they like, you can't hold that against me. That was what the tree was. No, sir. I was doing what the people were doing. I was doing what the people were Do you remember? Doom, doom. Do you do, do remember the black, what was it? What was that black something song? And everybody had to stand still like a mannequin for a little while. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm going to pull y'all receipts in a little bit. <laughs> Black Beatles. I'ma pull y'all receipts a little bit. Doom, Cause a lot of doom, y'all was like this. Doom. Yep. With a look with a hot dog right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm they sure pull y'all was. receipts in a little bit. Hey, but they not gonna. They not gonna. They gonna say I was doing what the what the people young kid was doing. It was trendy. Y'all are wearing Daisy Dukes and calling it Hoochie Day. Hoochie. Daddy's Daddy. Daddy's. Hoochie Daddy, see, remember. Ooh. Oh, I, 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 look, 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 let me say something. I like it. I, I, do, I do like Hoochie Daddies. However, the point that I'm making here is let's not dibble dabble and pick and choose about what's feminine mm-hmm. for men mm-hmm. and what's masculine for men mm-hmm. because a man will use a piece of an argument like. Man, puss, ass, whole ass, nigga. <laughs> you can't sit here and be talking about your feelings. We a mad. Get your whole yeah. get your whole ass up, nigga. Yep, yeah. 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 But then we'll use that same energy to talk about why y'all don't ever, why y'all bitches and hoes don't never let a nigga come and express they And you know what I tell them to that? because oh, it's not masculine. That's what you said no, to your you homeboy. but you know what? What I would add to that but is don't use that against me, y'all. What I would add to that is that. Because guess what, when I grew up in my household, I was seeing a man tell a man the same thing. I was not experiencing and or seeing a boy or whomever just be and be able to be in his feelings and have emotions and so on and so forth. That's a common thread. So as a people, we are consciously being told not to let men hold their experiences or I mean, express their emotions and be able to uh, elaborate on their experiences, whatever case may be. But now that we're in 2021, 2022, we're saying pro therapy and so on and so forth. Pro so therapy do it. and pro whatever. But guess what? Y'all are afraid of a genuine person. And, or I had, somebody told me this story about a sticking or something. And man, about a what? A stick. And he told the he told his wife the stick will kill me if you break it or put it in the ground. They got mad. She got mad at him one day. She put it in the ground. He said, "I lied. I just wanted to see what you would do with something that, I would, that you now told you me." Not you step on a crack, you break your mama's back. Something I used, like do that. You know how many cracks I done stepped on. Yeah. <laughs> Mama' back still ain't broke. y'all. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's for the kids. But um, <laughs> but as, outside of that, it's just like you know. At the end of the day, like people have to understand men you try to say I can't be vulnerable with a woman because she used it against me when y'all been using things against us forever the thing about it is, is you can't dish what you you can't handle what you dish out not all the time but y'all gotta understand being vulnerable with somebody is also accepting your truth and knowing that nobody can do anything with your truth absolutely that's the point of it so you can't you tell hold me all about the power myself. of your truth you can't tell me about myself if I choose to tell you I'm comfortable telling it to you because I'm already accepting what I'm coming out of my mouth now right. if you choose to say that you it against me that's a that's a play on you but that's not a play on everybody that's not vulnerability is a hard thing to deal with yes it is and finding a safe space should not be that hard or difficult for no human man or woman but i know and i see the trend as as to why it is difficult for a man to have a safe space it is is valid i see it we see it all the time but you know hey You know what? So kind of going into the next thing of men associating the loss of virginity as a W, even if it's traumatizing, once again, is going back to their homeboys, because there is a different communication type of deal. Mm -hmm. If a man came to me and you. Yeah. And maybe because we're sensible a little bit, we're logical, you know, and they were like, man, I just fucked this just fine asshole. Right. Mm Right. We may or may not, at 11, be like, oh, for real? Tell me more. Right, And he gets to talking, and we on his side all the way up until you say she's 35. And we're like, huh? nigga, you were raped. But that same conversation, because we're digging deep, right? You can go to your homeboys with that same shit. they are like, oh, my nigga, let me sit boy." I want to. Right? Yeah. Or if... You're like, man, I was supposed to yada, 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 but I just couldn't because morally speaking, you know, if I would have would like morally, <laughs> oh, this nigga gay. Like that's literally what a lot of men would say. You would equate him deciding at 11 or 10 to not have sex with a married woman or his teacher or principal or whatever. That's stupid. As stupid mm-hmm. or gay, like yeah. these the not this ain't what I say. This is what I hear. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing this for a long time. A long time. Why is it that you're associating the loss of your virginity as a W, a win? When you Which have, is cool. No. Like, look, we we don't sex shame here. I no. don't care what you do as long as you're safe and protected. Yeah. But if you're 11 or 10 from what we're talking about and you didn't know what you were doing because your brain is not fully formed and functioning like an adult. Right. And it was an adult that manipulated you yeah. into thinking that this is the right thing to do at this time. Yeah. And you're just sitting back because you don't know what the fuck to do because you're 10 or 11. Yeah. That's not a W. That's not. It's traumatizing. Yep. And then you have to pack that shit up. Yes. Because you can't tell nobody else. No. Nope. Can't do nothing. No. Nope. Imagine the effects that that does from 10 or 11 into your actual relationships. Yes. At 16, 17, 25, 45, 35, and you never told nobody. Yes. Because, first of all, who the fuck gonna believe me? Yep. Or judge me? Yep. Those are the biggest two. Yeah, yeah, you're right. This shit made me. Do y'all understand? I wanted to cry. Dog, I cried. Yeah, it's sad. I didn't cry on D Ray's, but the second one, I cried. I was like, and and, and 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 we're gonna post both. And I think the reason why I cried on the second one is just because it was the interview was different. Yeah, it wasn't two people kind of kicking high. It was no. just him. Talking he was about being it. serious. He, he was allowed. So the difference is, and you know, we can use that as, you know, a safe space. Exactly. That right there would be He created the, it was like created their own safe space. That would be the epitome of what a safe space is and what a safe space isn't. That is that was that exactly what that was. That other interviewer literally allowed him to speak on his trauma Yeah. without laughing because that person was in a receptive space and was just really trying to understand and listen to him without using his uncomfortability to laugh because it was uncomfortable to him. And I get it, the other person probably was just uncomfortable with that. Maybe he probably shared the same experience, who knows? But that is the epitome of a safe space and the other one where it's not so safe. Those are really good examples. I know, friend, this was, this was I mean, look, this was for people <laughs> that be asking, why is y'all named the whole bag? Because once again, we were on crew season and one person had left a, a, a comment that actually touched me because in the beginning he said, I actually wasn't going to listen to y'all based off the name. Mm hmm. And I guess, you know, it's a man, it's two women talking. And he was like, it was until y'all started saying, why is the whole bag? Why y'all drop on Tuesdays? Why y'all call it toxic Tuesday? This is a toxic ass topic, mm-hmm. but we're not being toxic. Mm. The whole bag is about unpacking things. This was a lot to fucking, this was a, this lot a lot to unpack. Yeah. Our purpose, our main purpose is to unpack whole shit. This was some whole ass shit. It was dead ass. And then there was another person that said something about foul mouth women. And I get it. If you don't like women that cuss, I am not your cup of tea. (laughs) However, I am an expressive person. And I actually love whomever created curse words. (laughs) Because them motherfuckers are expressive. I really feel like I can't deliver the same message if I said, you know what? Bye. Versus go to hell. <laughs> they're going to hit different. <laughs> so if I said, you know what? Versus boy, fuck you. They're going to hit different. It's gonna be a little I more love huh? expression. Expressing. I'm a creative person. <laughs> and my words whole weight because I allow them to hold weight. That's right. And if you let what anybody says to you dictate how you feel, that ain't got shit to do with the person that said it. They got a lot to do with you. <laughs> but actuals. You know, I I just had to try to take light off of the conversation because that was a like, girl, I'm my my I, I hurt Yeah. From I hurt from men. I hurt for women. I hurt for anybody that does not have a safe space to talk about <laughs> shit that is traumatizing yeah. because I can even say, and we only got like two minutes left in my younger ages. I can remember being in that space where I couldn't go to my grandma who raised me because she a old school bound, saved by the river and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I can't come to you and talk about nothing because yeah. you're going to pray it away. Hmm. I can't come to my mom because you schizophrenic. We still trying to pray your shit away. Let my grandma tell it. Can't come to my sister because she can't come to y'all. And I already know what she going through. There is not a lot of safe places, safe spaces within our household. Our That's households. number one. Yeah. And then number two is the fucking community. Yeah. And then number three, we're just supposed to carry all this shit to work. To the club, yeah. That's why we have such a great time. We all swag surfing in trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Dead ass. We all get along. Man, I wanna cry. Man, I wanna cry. (laughs) I'm trying not to bear my eyes, cause these tears they no fall like dead ass. It's funny, but we laughing oh, to keep God, from crying right now. bro, you are funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Toya. <laughs> we laughing to keep from crying right now, y'all. Oh, God. Anywho, we're going to end this with, like we usually do, with whole um, tips mm. My whole tip going to be, man, <laughs> go to therapy. Yes. Because I feel like therapy is the only place... That you can add and buy, by once again by therapy. I don't mean your pastor. I don't mean your auntie unless she's licensed. I don't mean your sister or somebody that's your best friend. I mean a licensed therapist. Yeah. And when I say go to therapy, I don't mean try it and it was uncomfortable. If that person didn't resonate with your spirit, mm-hmm. try a different one. In mm-hmm. a different one, in a different one until you find the right one. Yeah, it's like dating. It's like dating. You have mm-hmm. to find the person that is you know, here with you. But I say that because you need us. Everybody needs a safe space. And that person don't know you from a rock or mm-hmm. a penny.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're not going to judge you. And even if they do judge you, fuck them. Bitch, I'm paying you to judge me. I'm pay- <laughs> I am paying you to vent. Because yeah. venting is going to stop you from shooting some shit up. Because you've been holding shit in for so long that now... I done shot your shit in the head when in all reality, I was just mad because of some shit that happened at work. Yeah. That's my whole tip. Go to therapy. Yep. My whole tip would be, um, let's see. Hmm. This whole time I done talked to you no damn whole tip. I don't. Cause that was a good one. I think you kind of took mine. Piggyback. Uh, piggyback on that. Yes. Go to your therapy. But I will also say, um, you know, healing is a journey. So don't think that you know having one or two conversations with somebody is going to you know fix it all. Um, take time. It may take a couple years. It may take two, three years. I'm I'm still unraveling. With one of the one things my therapist told me, and she told me something that was be still. When she first told me that, I did not wish, did not understand it. Seven months later, I was like, ha, huh. Huh. He's still. Okay, sis. So you are, I'll show you better than I can tell you, person. You had to be in that moment to understand and then boom, it hit you like a light bulb. I'm me. one of those people too. It, it definitely was like, it was more un, like the moment came. So therapy takes time. It's a journey. It's not a race. Um, mm-hmm. Sit with it and just know that at the end of the day, you know, you're going you're gonna to unlearn so much stuff about yourself, uh, but the becoming is so much better. So that's it. Y'all, this has been an awesome episode. Once again, it's Toya and Delisha. And on that note, bye. bye.